Hi friends, this is Connie Alpers and I want to welcome you back to Equipped to Be, where I get to help you embrace and navigate the seasons of life so you can reach your personal family and parenting goals. We at Equipped to Be want you to understand how God has given you unique gifts, strengths, and talents so that you can live in all seasons with confidence and joy. Whether you're cooking dinner, holding laundry, or maybe just enjoying some time alone. I hope you enjoy this episode of Equipped to Be. Welcome to this edition of Equipped to Be. I'm your host, Connie Albers. Y'all, thank you so much because I have been getting some remarkable feedback. You've been emailing me, uh, messaging me. I, I've seen you're your following me more on social media. And I, all right, I'm just going to confess. If you've wondered where I've been, I'm here. I've been working on some really cool projects uh, that I will share, you know, as the time goes on. But today's episode, I want to focus on something very specific. We are almost to our 100th episode. That in, you know, the podcast world and any kind of media is, is a big deal, especially when you're doing one show a week like we do. I, I, I've really been asking the Lord about upping our shows from more than just once a week. I know several of you have reached out and asked, hey, why aren't you doing more episodes? Well, frankly, uh, producing a podcast costs a good deal of money. And, you know, we want to make sure that we're wise and being good stewards. We've wanted to make sure we've had the right messages. The information you want to know, the things that are going to add value to your daily life. I, I almost hate that word, add value, but we want it to make an impact. I don't want to waste your time. Your time is valuable and precious. And by the way, thank you for tuning in every week. Thank you for sharing Equipped to Be with your friends. Thank you for leaving reviews. And, and by the way, wherever you do listen to the podcast, I would love if you would leave a kind review. It helps with our rank and rank helps with numbers. It's the whole, you've heard this before, you know, ratings and so on and so forth. And, you know, we're we're building this slow and steady. It's the tortoise, not the hare. We've really been systematic in making sure that we're consistent and we're bringing the information that helps your life. You know, we want you to succeed. We want to equip you in the calling that is before you. And so the topics that we cover tend to be reflective of that. Sometimes we're talking about education and homeschooling and parenting, and we've talked about money. We've talked about character qualities and excellence. We've talked about marriage. You know, life, real life, can be really hard. And we're also not one-dimensional. All of you listeners from around the world, I... I know you all have something going on in your life. You're celebrating something right now at this very minute. Some of you are also mourning something at this very minute, the loss of something. And that's not lost on me here at Equipped to Be. You know, I have just been blessed in my life. I have had phenomenal opportunities. I was listening to something the other day and uh, I often asked, I was with a group of folks, a group of ladies, and this one woman turned to me and she says, I don't know how to introduce you. <laughs> and I, it caused me to pause for a minute. And I, I really did consider that. Like when people think of me, what do they think of? Podcaster? Speaker? Homeschool mom? 
spokesperson, advocate, culture changer, social media guru, author. I have been blessed in my life to learn a vast amount of skills. I mean, truly work in various industries that has given me and afforded me a lot of knowledge, leadership development and training, and, you know, being a strengths mastery coach, you know, teaching parents, teaching, teaching anyone, like how to identify how they are uniquely gifted with strengths, talents, and how do they take those giftings and develop them into something, oh, extraordinary. I posted something on social media the other day that just talks about you have a unique fingerprint, as do I. And that just means that that's it, just you. And you have a purpose and a calling. And I know often people are get confused they just get perplexed. You know, what's my calling? What's my purpose? And for some, you know, for all intents and purposes, people would, would probably say, Connie, you've hopped around a lot. No, everything that I do involves communication. It involves messaging. It involves movement and action. And really, it involves impact. Whether I have worked in the homeschool world, whether I have worked on lobbying for favorable homeschool laws, whether I have served in leadership capacity or on boards, or I've worked in social media or in marketing or communication, whether I'm speaking on stage, on air, online, you know, it's all the same thing. And and I have seen as I was pondering what this woman said to me, I realized that God has given me a long list of credentials you know what? God's given you a long list of credentials. Have you stopped to really think about it? You know, there's seasons where you're going really hard after something. There's seasons when you're moving very slowly. You have a new baby. And I'm often asked, Connie, how did you do it all? You got five kids. I do. I have five amazing kids and three are married. You've been, you and your husband have been married for, you know, 37 years. How, how? How did y'all do this? You homeschooled all the kids. I mean, you're like superwoman. You've had all these opportunities and careers and you travel and you write. And you know, it brought me back to a couple of things. When people think of me, what I want them to think when they think of me is that Every day, I got up and I asked the Lord, what's my assignment today, this week, this month, this year? And see, as we talk about today's episode, it's reminding me of the Proverbs 31 woman. I am often asked, Connie, how do you do it all? Man, you're the Proverbs 31 woman, and I have to laugh. Because if you have more than one child, you know, if you have five kids and you homeschool and you're running a home and you're, you're leading organizations and such, your time is very, very sparse, isn't it? And I've had the privilege of being able to meet and call f- notable people friends. But my answer when they say, how did you do it all? You must be superwoman. 
I stop and I say, no. The story in context of a Proverbs 31 woman. In context, it's the story of her life. Not not a 24-hour day. You can't do it all in one day or one week or one year. Because as a woman and as a man, you have seasons. So how are you able to like build the life, build the credentials, have the tools in the toolbox that you can use at your disposal to fulfill the project, to fulfill the calling that God's called you to do? Well, that's going to be the focus of today's episode. So thanks for joining me on this episode, and let's dive in. People often ask me some of what my strategies or my tips are, and when I write about it or I speak about it, I I talk about a disciplined mind. There's so many self-help and productivity books, but there's one verse in Scripture that talks about discipline your mind for the sake of godliness. Discipline your mind. See, we are often told to take hold of our thoughts, to discipline our mind, to put off something and put on something else. I I didn't I love those books. I love reading about how other people uh, are productive or efficient, how they get the most out of their days, how do they maximize their mornings? I love all that. And I was actually thinking maybe I'll do a show a podcast on like what's your morning routine. And I'll do it through the seasons of before children having a bunch of, you know, five littles and five middles and five high schoolers and five college kids. Maybe that's for another day. But those three aspects that I mentioned about disciplining your mind, taking hold of your thoughts, being careful what you tell yourself, and being willing to take off, lay down, put aside, so you can pick up, put on, or get going in another direction. Those are just four biblical principles, friends. That's it. Four biblical principles. So let's talk about that. Let's talk about disciplining your mind. Disciplining your mind is an action that you have to take. And and many times when I'm struggling, you know, I kind of get in a, a rut or I can't seem to figure out something. I have to intentionally, you have to intentionally discipline your mind. It's a moment by moment exercise daily from the time your eyes pop open in the morning to the time where you finally collapse at night. Discipline your mind in all manner of things. When you discipline your mind, that's going to impact your day, your actions, your words, your thoughts, because it's an action that you take. Discipline your mind for the purpose of godliness. You got to take control of your thoughts. How is disciplining your mind different from taking control of your thoughts? Well, you know, what a man thinks, as a man thinks, so is he. So you have to take control of those thoughts. Look what's happening again. It's an action. It's an action you must take. It's an, it's an exercise. 
And you're not always going to be able to muster that ability because you're weak. Now, this is going to bristle some of you because you're like, no, I'm not. I'm strong. Well, you know what? You're not always going to be strong. There will be times when you're weak. And it's when you are weak that you can get yourself in trouble, which is why you have to discipline your mind. And it's why you have to take hold of your thoughts. Think about all those books you see on online retailers about the gratitude, about having gratitude, about meditating on gratitude or thankfulness or or writing letters to people, expressing uh, gratefulness or serving other people. All of those are actionable things that you do that make you what? Discipline your mind, focus on something else that is good and right, and taking control of your thoughts so you're not wallowing in self-pity. Poor me, my life is horrible. Life can be pretty rough. Remember what I said at the beginning of the show? Real life can be really hard. And you got to be careful what you tell yourself. As I have spoken for many decades now, I hear some common statements. And there's even songs written about it, about be careful what you think. Be careful what you tell yourself. As a man thinketh, so is he. So how is that different? Taking control of your thoughts means not letting your thoughts run away. Taking you down paths that aren't true or right or lovely. Maybe taking you down self-destructive paths. But being careful of what you tell yourself. Oh, I'm so stupid. I'm so dumb. Why do I do that? I'm such a loser. I'm such a fill-in-the-blank. You know what you tell yourself. I'm a terrible cook. I'm a terrible wife. I'm a terrible mother. I'm a hot mess. My house is just a disaster. I can't keep it all together. I mean, you could add a, a million different statements where what we actually end up doing is not being careful with our words. We're not being careful what we tell ourselves. Yeah, your house might be a mess right now. Doesn't mean it always has to be. And yes, you might be uh, a little scattered or disorganized. That doesn't mean you have to stay that way. Yes, you may be behind on your to-do list. Well, let me tell you this. If you ever get totally caught up on your to-do list, please, please, I need to have you on the podcast because frankly, that just, you, you would be either very low in, what you have to do or just like phenomenal because I don't know anybody that doesn't ever have a to-do list. But you got to be careful what you tell yourself. What does God say that you are? You are made in His image. You are fearfully and wonderfully made. He's given you miraculous things, uniqueness, unique abilities that only you, when you exercise your abilities, and you put them forth into the world, into your family, when your kids do the same, only then, only then does the power of the Lord show up in your life. People see not you, they see Him in you. You got to be careful what you tell yourself. I'm so dumb. No, you're not. 
Maybe there's areas you're not very gifted in. Maybe there's some areas that you don't have great competency in. Develop them if you can and accept them when you can't. Not everybody is going to be a mathematician. (laughs) Not everybody is going to be a chemist. Not everybody is going to be a Picasso. Not everybody has the same ability in the exact same areas, but we all have ability. So you have to discipline your mind daily, moment by moment. You have to take control of your thoughts. Yes, that, that, that thought, when you got irritated at someone who cut you off, when you got mad at your spouse, when you got mad at your children or your mom or your dad, or you got mad at your in-laws or your sister-in-law, brother-in-law, whatever it is, put, replace it, coworker, the TV. Take control of your thoughts because if you not, if you don't, they will take control of you. And that will not be a pretty picture, my friend. Be careful what you tell yourself. So those are three. Know your limits. When people often ask me, how do, you, how do you do all that you do? I know my limits. And knowing your limits has two parts to it. Knowing your limits can mean knowing your season, living in your season. When I share my story with people about the things I've been able to do, I do not hesitate to say, and I stepped out. I stepped away. I let go. I said no. Why? Because I knew my limits. Now, me personally, if you guys know me, and you know, I just love you guys, and I know how much you love listening to Equipped to Be and and how valuable it is because we get to hear from you, but I can tend to take on a little bit too much. Just ask my show producer when I'm late on a deadline. Or, you know, when I've got a publication and I've, you know, I'm up against other writing deadlines and I'm like, I'm trying, I'm trying, you know. I I can be guilty of taking on too much and getting scattered. I know one of the things my, my sound engineer and I were laughing about is we were trying to create a new system. And I love systems. I just don't like, you know, creating them aren't, creating the systems are a more of a challenge for me in technology, right? So my sound engineer is more, way more tech savvy than me. That's why she does what she does and I do what I do. But we started laughing because I had some other opportunities presented before me and she quickly said, we're trying to get things off of your plate, not add more to it. So when I say know your limits, it applies to know your season and what your ability is in that season. It also has to do with knowing when to say no and when to say yes. And sometimes you need people around you to say, yeah, that's a great idea, but nah, you got to pass. Because if you try to do it all, you'll do a very mediocre job. If you're trying to haphazardly parent, you'll beat yourself up because you'll look back and you'll say, oh man, I should have been this or I should have been more present or I could have done this, or I could have done that. Know your limit. And why Why do I say that I stepped out of things? Well, because I knew my limit. I knew 
which is when I was doing the show for Focus on the Family, Parenting the Heart of Your Child, I knew at the end of the day, when I got to now, today, this minute in my life, with now having five adult children, three are married, and a grandbaby on the way, my first grandbaby. I'm over the moon, excited. But I never lost sight. Well, no, I did lose the balance. I actually did a podcast on when I, I have lost the balance um, many times because balance is a myth. It's an elusive thing because what, what one person is able to handle and what somebody else is able to handle are going to be very different. So you can't compare yourself to what other people do, first off. But there were many times, whether I was running an organization or in a position of leadership or doing training and developing or homeschooling my children or running around every night to somebody's basketball or soccer game, I knew when I got to today what I wanted in my family. I knew what I wanted in in my life as a woman. Does that mean everything turned out perfectly? No, I write about when the picture gets blurry and parenting beyond the rules. It doesn't always go exactly like you think. So if you're if like you're the perfectionist kind and you're thinking I'm just going to XYZ, here's five simple tips. No. But you do need to have a very very clear picture on what it is that you want. So when I I was speaking one time and I gave this analogy and, and I write about this in Parenting Beyond the Rules. It applies to parenting your children. And here's the, here's the example. When your children are elementary age, give them a picture. Give them a vision of what their life will be like in a year or two years. Or when they're, like they're, they're going to be eight or when they're going to be ten. And when your children are 12 or 13, talk to them about what life will be like when they're 15 or 16. And when they're 15 and 16, think about talk to them about what life will be like when they're 17 or 18 or going to college or getting married. Paint a picture for them of what that's going to be like. Help them get a visual of what disciplining the mind, being careful what you say and you tell yourself, controlling your thoughts knowing your limits. When you build those into your kids, the beauty of when they become adults, all of that comes to fruition. Now, they're, they may zigzag a little bit, but let's apply that to you as well. If you know, like I knew where I wanted to be at the season of my life, did I get everything I had envisioned? No. But when I was 20, I knew what I wanted when I was 30. And when I was 30, I knew what I wanted when I was 40. And when I was 40, I knew what I wanted at 50. And then we have to kind of stop there. I do know what I want should God allow me to live to 60 or 70 or 80. I do know what I want. I know I know I want a marriage that's strong and vibrant. I want kids who want to do life with me, who, like today, one of the kids texted and said, hey, anybody up for dinner? We get together weekly for dinner. It's Taco Tuesday. Yeah, you know those tacos you're doing every day because the kids are little and you're just like, you're doing taco, maybe it's popcorn and fruit on Friday night, whatever it is. Guess what's amazing? That can carry on into adulthood. Because what is associated with it 
is fondness and relationships. I knew that when I hit my 30s, what the ages of my children would be. And I knew at age 40, we would be entering a new season of life. And so will you, depending on... I know we have listeners from all ages here. And same with, as you get older, the dynamics of life change. The opportunities change. And and like when I said, people would ask me, how did you do it all? Well, I didn't. I said no, and I would say yes. And if it ever, if things ever got out of wonk, I would always step out. Doesn't mean you're quitting. You know what that is acknowledging? You have limits, but you know the ultimate goal that you're shooting for in your life. And that's key. And the only way you're going to get there is to discipline your mind. Take control of your thoughts. Be careful what you tell yourself about yourself and about other people. And know your limits. You're living a life in seasons. And depending on your age and the age of your children or the place that you are in your job, or your career, or if you're new to homeschooling, or you're dealing with constant chaos and cultural issues, more than likely in a year or two or five, that's just going to be a faint memory. So you've got to live today in preparation for tomorrow. So I'm going to ask you this question as we close. If I were to ask you, what matters? What will matter to you in five years? What will matter to you in 10 years? What will matter to you in 15 years? Think about this. If you're 30, you'll be 35. Or 40. Or 45. If you're 40, you'll be 45, 50, 55. You get the picture, right? If I were to have this conversation, just you and I sitting at a French bakery, enjoying a latte, and I were to ask you that same question, what would you tell me? If, my friend, if what you would tell me if we were enjoying a cup of coffee or a fun lunch, if what you say would matter in 5, 10, 15 years, then it has to matter today. You have to build in the disciplines. You have to build the thought life, the intentionality. Because, man, if you're telling me what's going to matter in the future, it has to matter today. It starts with today. If you want certain relationships with your children, it's got to start today. It's not just going to haphazardly become what you want when the kids are grown. It doesn't work that way. Your life doesn't work that way. I want you to consider that, will you? I want you to ask that question to yourself 
And then I want you to ask this, what do I need to do today? That's it. You're going to get up this morning, going to go to bed tonight. What do I need to do today that will put me one step closer toward the relationships, my walk with the Lord, my spouse, if you're married, my career, if, if you have a career. If you tell me it matters in the future, it's got to matter today. I just so appreciate that y'all tune in every week. As always, check us out on social media. You can find us on Instagram at Connie Albers. You can find me on Facebook, ConnieAlbers.author. I'm also over on Twitter and all the other platforms. Well, I think all the other platforms. But most importantly, come and visit me over at ConnieAlbers.com. Subscribe to my email list. That's the best way. With social media being so wonky these days, we see things changing daily. The best way to stay in touch and know what's going on is to visit ConnieAlbers.com. And I hope you do. I hope you subscribe. Hope you subscribe to the podcast and share it with your friends if you would, please. Thank you for tuning in to this edition of Equipped to Be. Well, that wraps up this episode of Equipped to Be. If you enjoyed this show, please share it with a friend or family member and hit subscribe so you don't miss a show. And thank you again for joining me. Remember that we are equipped for every season of life.